When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Cool Hand Luke, 1967 film. Dave, Paul Newman stars in this role. Yeah. In this film. How familiar are you with Paul Newman? You know, I didn't know that the salad dressing guy made movies. <laughs> I know. Is that such a... Like, it's like, like the, he's known... For his salad dressing, so like how? Well, not just, well. He also has you know his Newman's own brand is very high well, quality. Well, of course, a, a wide brand. He also makes croutons. That's so. <laughs> <laughs> true. I love Newman's own uh, uh, honey mustard. Yeah, good stuff. Quite delicious. There. Uh, so, but he also acts. He's in movies. Crazy, right? <laughs> now this is one of those where I think more than most times, at least for me, this is I'll just say, and I think I said this I said this on Twitter, this is my first Paul Newman movie, and that's shame on me. Really? But all of this feels like very much in the past. Even more so than some other movies that we've seen that are older, like right. say Vertigo or uh Doctor Strange Love. You know, I don't know if there's something about this film, something about the actors, the director, who is uh Stuart Rosenberg, never heard of the guy. Yeah, me neither. Uh, we've got. I this. tried to look at his other. I, I don't think I've ever seen <laughs> any seen any of his other films. This no. feels like an entirely two, three generations past. We've got George Kennedy as Dragline. I only know George Kennedy for the Naked Gun movies. <laughs> don't know. Oh him at yeah, all. he was in those, wasn't he? Wow. Yeah. And I just don't recognize. I'm so unfamiliar with what's happening in this film. Yeah, and that, that's a good experience. No, definitely. Yeah, I'm glad it. I did. But it's very, it's very different. It's nice going into these films with fresh eyes, Absolutely even from so long eyes. ago. This yeah. was, what, 52 years ago now. Um, I am fairly new to Paul Newman as well. Yeah. Um, I've seen The Verdict, and I've seen Cars. Okay. He did the voice of one of the characters in Cars. Right um, uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much right <laughs> with you there. Yeah, this is one count. of yeah, w- w- <laughs> The Verdict is pretty much the only Paul What's Newman movie about? I've seen. Uh, that's the one he's kind of like a washed up lawyer and decides to take on this case, uh, you know, to try to, you know, build up his reputation again. And, okay. you know, he's a drunk and everything. Was so he deals with that. It's very good. At seeing him in that role, like, got me the in the itch to, like, be like, dude, we should do Paul. Paul Newman, like uh, you know, Paul Newman movies. I've I've never seen Butch Cassidy in the Sundance. I haven't either. We this, like, this was up for Twitter poll, and honestly, that was the one I was pulling for because I really like Robert Redford. Yeah, and I, and I haven't seen really. The, and you, I only know Robert Redford as older, like later in his career. Right. Yeah. I've seen. Yeah, I've seen Robert Redford in other movies, but yeah, Paul Newman. Yeah, just kind of slipped through the cracks for me in my definitely. movie uh, watching. Yeah. Uh, phase. I, they were also in the Sting together, so obviously you, do, you didn't see that. No. Um, neither did I. Um, so yeah, I mean, this is uh, this is Paul Newman. But I mean, after seeing the ver- verdict, was 1982. Phew, I was I was I was I was pretty close. Good job that that was close. <laughs> but it's nice for us to get into this little portion of movie history, right? Yeah, and I think 60s movies. Yeah. We, you know, 60s. 
or kind of anything before the 70s we kind of aren't really familiar with it seems like <laughs> no <laughs> uh, well i mean you can only see so many movies and you go down tend you know tend to go down a certain path we did scorsese you know some hitchcock yeah kubrick that thing but we didn't go maybe to this actor or that right actor, yeah you know, and it, you know so that's it but uh i would say this movie does feel like a late 60s movies in the sense that um paul newman who plays luke obviously is very much a rebel yep and that seems to be a theme in a lot of you know uh, that's what was going on at the time right definitely yeah um, that's this was kind of the the start of like the anti-hero phase in hollywood you know that oh, yeah. you know bled into the 70s you know, with the with the taxi drivers and obviously the Godfathers and you know everything like that, definitely. so it definitely led into the the antihero. Uh, right away, I got um, uh, one flew over the cuckoo's nest vibes oh, in this definitely. movie, and I was kind of thinking it was gonna totally go in that direction, but I'm glad it it it's definitely a total different. I, even tone than one flew over the cuckoo's nest. I would agree, but at the same time, you you can understand the similarities. I think. Well, uh, it's. I would say the overarching theme is essentially the same mm-hmm. in the sense where it's oppression, it's fighting oppression, not giving in to the rules to what right. the now and in cuckoo's nest, I think it was more like the government, and I think in this movie, it's more just the world in general. Yeah. Uh, but still the same idea that I'm not going to follow their rules. Right. I'm not going to let them break me. Definitely. And this movie had a lot of more religious undertones, yeah. you know, about Christianity. It had more, you know, uh, Messiah themes, which we, we got that with One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Like, uh, you know, uh, McMurphy was kind of their Messiah Definitely. and their, you know, person they followed and look up to and would tell stories about after and everything like that so so yeah there's there's so many similarities there um Def- yes absolutely but more so yeah in this movie yeah absolutely it's, it's more obvious and it's frequently uh luke's relationship with god or belief uh, yeah and then talking between the the prison guards uh well do we say he's in prison so just the first scene we basically see him with uh like a pipe cutter yeah spinning around yep spinning around i really like the open of this i did too he's cutting off the tops or yeah. the heads of these parking meters yep and he's drunk and just doing it just to do it yeah he doesn't even seem to have a plan. Like, yeah. what, I'm thinking, like, was he going to put them in a bag and run away? Yeah. No, he just kind of like, was he pass out or just sits there? Yeah, he just kind of, yeah, just kind of falls and you know, he's opening another beer when the cops yeah. pull cops up. Come yeah, and he's smiling yeah. and just doesn't care. <laughs> that, that Paul Newman smile. Yeah. You know, it's already famous to me, and I'm not even that familiar with Paul Newman. Yeah. So. <laughs> really yeah. interesting way to show you this character. Yeah, definitely. He's just kind of careless. You know, he's obviously a drunk. He's you know, yeah, just kind of just lives life his own way um and then uh and <laughs> i'm gonna probably bring up uh, one flew over the cuckoo's nest a lot because these are the the type of prison he goes to is like a work camp that's where basically mcmurphy in in one flew over the cuckoo's, cuckoo's nest came from he gets out of that yeah he gets out of that he's like oh, i'm not dealing with this i'm just gonna say i'm crazy and go to a mental institution so it's, it's funny like, though because thinking back i don't know if you had this thought or not i don't want to totally derail your thoughts no i mean that's yeah go the ahead. idea well this is set and it's a yeah it's a it's set in florida mm-hmm. florida war camp this doesn't seem that bad um, compared to prison now, yeah, uh, especially if you don't break the rules, um, right? But so, of course, they do have all the rules and they have the box. Yep, and the, the box, box isn't pleasant. 
You do something wrong, you spend the night in the box. You know, you, <laughs> you do a million things. Yeah, you go in the box. You don't put your, you don't <laughs> clean your sheets. You spend the night in the box. You, you know, don't clean your plate. You spend the night in the box. You know, they go through the, those whole rules. Um, I, I at the beginning of the film, I thought uh, uh, Luke was going to be a different character than he turned out to be, which I'm fine with. I just thought he was going to be more outgoing and more like more disruptive to them but he was kind of quiet and reserved and just kind of late a laid back kind of guy he just kind of uh, wants to do his own thing and yeah. not be bothered yeah he just he doesn't fit into the world right you know yeah. he doesn't fit anywhere i'm not i, I don't think yeah. i don't know if there's even an ideal place for this person right any sort of set of rules he's just kind of like yeah that's bullshit yeah like, well <laughs> right right away you get a sense of you know he there's no breaking this guy. I mean, you got uh, Dragline, who's played by George Kennedy. You know, he's yeah. uh, he's kind of pestering him when the new meat comes in right away, and he's like, you know, trying to trying to break Paul Newman, and Paul Newman's just smiling. You know, I mean, just... I don't even know that it's just prison. I'm saying, like, say he was your brother-in-law living with you, and you're like, dinner's at five. He's not going to be there at five ever. Right. He lives life on his own He'll terms. Be there at four thirty, yep. five fifteen, five thirty, six o'clock. Yeah. It's not even just. There's nothing. He's just gonna do do things in his own way. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's it. Exactly. Yeah. There's no containing this guy. Yeah, and you, yeah, you, you get that sense right away. Um, and it's endearing. Yeah, yeah. And I like how uh, you know right away we get the you know their their little bets they do. You know they they see a truck coming up at when they're just. I mean, it's most of it's just busy work. Like they're just chopping. Like, uh, what is that? What what was that thing that they were cutting that grass with? I would. I, I mean, they, uh, this is before lawnmowers. Yeah, exactly. Before lawnmowers, <laughs> before weed whackers, before all that. It's like, like a sickle yeah. or uh, something. They're just Ooh. swinging it. And you see them just end. like drenched in sweat. Yeah. Like, can you imagine? We live in Florida. Like, can you oh, imagine God. doing that in the summer of Florida? Those like, guys have their shirts off. I'm I'm telling you, you're not taking your shirt off. Yeah. In the summer here. Yeah. Because you, you, you'll have skin cancer in five days. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> every, time. Uh, every time they're like, taking my shirt off, boss. <laughs> like they have to say every action they're doing, you know. Yeah. Cause Drink it, a water, boss. You know, you're just like sort of announcing what your unusual movement is or thing you're going to do. Right. I, I found that kind of interesting. And I could see how that would be if you're there day after day after day. These people mm-hmm. kind of have to, they have a relationship. They have a way of working together. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. How drag line George Kennedy's character, you know, really liked him. Y- by the way, yeah, I did too. Uh, first, well, first, you know, as the movie was progressing, I kind of hated him, but as the movie went on, I I enjoyed him more and more. I thought he was going to be more of a villain than he turned out to be. Yeah, yeah. I and mean, he really wasn't. He basically became uh, Luke's best friend. And yeah. You know, I mean, that's you know the guy who looked out for him, and especially after that boxing scene, you know, and. But I didn't. I have to say, Luke kind of had it coming. Yeah, I forget why did he get. Oh, it was about uh, the car wash scene. Do you want to mention this a bit? Oh yeah, yeah, They're yeah. Working yeah. In yeah. <laughs> what is this? I don't know. This blonde girl in this short dress comes yeah. out and soapily washes this car, yeah. and everyone is hooting and hollering. <laughs> She's putting them on the glass. <laughs> oh yeah, Lucille. Yeah, I'm dying. I'm dying. I'm watching this thinking. The captain, who we'll get to later, well, played by, uh, I have this here, uh, Strother Martin, played mm-hmm. captain. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a, what, what's this girl doing? Like, they yeah. sent her in there. 
to like antagonize these guys, right? It seems like it, yeah. I mean, well, I think this is where you get the the sense too of uh, of Luke and his how he is more intellectual than them and yeah. knows more than them, just because they're like. Yeah, she doesn't even know what she's doing, and he's like, "No, she knows, she knows exactly yeah. what she's doing." Of course, like, she does. Yeah, she's there for definitely. Reason. And that actually reminded me of Sandlot when uh, <laughs> <laughs> Wendy Peppercorn is oh, uh, <laughs> oiling herself. I they were making a sequel to that, by the way. Really? Yeah. Interesting. I don't know if that's in production. I, I did hear that actually. Yeah. So that'd be interesting. There was something that I, I I feel like this scene is is worth just sitting on for a minute. It's why is she there? I think right. she's there on purpose. So you think these guys up? She you was think, sent. Why? What reason would this yeah. woman have to be soaping her body up yeah. and posing and bending over and putting That's her true. boobs on the glass? <laughs> yeah. It goes from that the soapy girl washing the car and everyone staring at her and making noise to all of the men in the shower naked. Did you notice that? Really? Yeah. Abrupt <laughs> yes, it was very abrupt. Yeah. Transition, uh, and then yeah. they start fighting. Right, yeah, they're all ag- ag- aggressive and like, yeah, yeah, and then that goes in, and then they start bickering. It's that's what I'm thinking. Like, it, so it's almost well, that was just a strange transition, right? Uh, and then <laughs> now it's like this girl has got them all like, yeah, it's almost like up. a way of like ruining their morale. Yeah, here's the thing. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to, th- I'm just trying to think out like what this has to do because it feels like this whole movie has religious undertones and is it temptation yeah yeah the uh, temptation yeah. yeah that 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 would make sense um i like that yeah yeah that's good like tempting christ you know satan tempted christ and then luke leaves it aside yeah yeah not that i don't know that he would necessarily have a moral objection to her you know in that place that he was in but he, right, he yeah. does the character yeah, does definitely at least in comparison to other people yeah he has a, he has a better sense of what this thing is. Yeah, you know he's seeing it the way I'm seeing it on screen. Yeah, you know this is bullshit basically. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He totally. Yeah. It's like it's, like he said, she knows exactly what she's doing. Where everyone else was like, yeah. You know she. You know she's just out there by coincidence. You know, you know? <laughs> she just waddles just, out there, yeah. washes the car, <laughs> washes the, the car. Yeah. 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 So I think the te- yeah that's you're right there. Yeah, the temptation there, um, because uh, for, oh. <laughs> We got to talk about. I don't know if this came after or before the boxing scene. The scene with him and his mother, Loretta. Yeah, I wanted to mention that. Oh, one. Oh, was that before? I, I don't remember. No, I think it was after. Well, yeah, it was probably after. But after. yeah, the boxing scene. I just want to mention one so, thing about that. Yeah. Is uh, well, one thing. I like how they went to a handheld camera. Mm-hmm. Thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, that was a nice touch. Yeah. And, okay, so but in the main point of takeaway of the scene is. Uh, uh, a drag line is kicking Luke's ass. Yeah, kicking Luke's ass. I mean, Luke but will not... He gels down and just keeps getting back yeah, up. Yeah, keeps getting back up. This kind of reminded me of Raging Bulls theme. Stubborn stupid, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stubborn stupid, exactly. <laughs> like, but at the same time, like, you you can you can break him down physically, but right. mentally, like, he's, he's, he's going to beat you, you know? So in Raging Bull, Jake LaMotta's taking the punishment on purpose to pay for his sins and there's definitely a religious element in that yeah and if we're talking is there is is, that's not quite what's going on here right or is it i don't know jesus took a beating you know before he was crucified but yeah Yeah, i mean this was this was uh definitely before but yeah yeah i don't think it goes in order of you know how you know the whole jesus story went but uh but yeah i mean this is kind of I, don't, I I think this is kind of him gaining his following in a way, you know. Uh, 
taking his lumps. Yeah, yeah. this is where he kind of gains his disciples. Yeah. you know, and showing his character. Yeah, a bit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know if that there. has to do with. I'm sure there's something else, but, but yeah, I mean, uh, in in non metaphorical terms, this is just showing you, yeah, just how Luke is just a, you know. Uh, he he he's he doesn't give up. No. You know, you're not gonna break him down. He's <laughs> he's gonna keep fighting. You know, he, and I'm like yelling like, "Stay down!" Yeah, I mean, everyone is. They're like, "Dude, just stay down!" Like, stop. And then finally, die. finally, Dragline gives up. He's, he's just like, like, "Yeah, well, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna. Ki- I don't yeah. want to kill him." Yeah, that's basically the choice. I'm either gonna kill him or I'm gonna walk away. Right. He decides thankfully yeah. to walk away. We we didn't mention how uh, Harry Dean Stanton is in this, uh, and Dennis Hopper oh, yeah. is in this. Uh, yeah. who plays a very quirky character uh <laughs> he's obviously got some sort of mental thing wrong with him well, you know they keep saying but <laughs> yeah exactly but it's probably it's like, literally crazy it's like doing like the donald duck voice and stuff like <laughs> yeah like he keeps doing that he's the stuff. guy who's like, doing the keeping the bets right? yeah keeping the yeah. bets yeah and yeah right i love that just like right away they're like yeah that like, golf oh, there's no more than no no more than five in that new meat bus yeah bet you a cold drink you know they keep they keep betting a cold drink i love that that scene with him and his mom. Yeah, um, I, I, I have uh, some thoughts on that. Yeah, talk about it. Uh, well, I think this is... I think you, you might disagree with me based on what we talked about before we started, but I think this is the most dramatic scene, sneakily dramatic scene in the whole movie. Yeah. I, I mean, was... This one really snuck up on me, and uh, I, I don't know if it was just my frame of mind or what. He basically he gets a visitor, comes out. There's a pickup truck, which we don't know who drove... Uh, his but it's it's his mom in the bed of the truck, sort of set up like she's got a living room. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. I was like, she's on like a this? couch with like a table. She's smoking a cigarette. And, and I was like, confused at first. Yeah, we don't know that it's his mom. Yeah. yeah. He's sort of facing up to her. She. He's like, how'd you find me? And she's yeah. like, I tracked you through. You sent a letter to John. Right. Who's, we find out who's his brother. Who's the guy who drove? Right. Mom. And this deals with. Uh, I think there's something that it's not just me. It's probably you and probably everybody listening. It. You have to face your parent. And you're not really proud of yourself, right? And uh, he's a he's he's a bit of a. And I think we maybe all feel this way about ourselves. Um, he's an underachiever. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. This guy, as we learn a little bit later, he's smart. The guy can do anything. <laughs> yeah, and he doesn't. Right. Yeah. He, does, he, he chooses to do other right. things. Yeah. He never. He and he said about his time in the army, where, which we learned in the very beginning, he's got all these decorations, but he never made it past his initial rank. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, this guy like, is a classic you, underachiever. You started a private, you came out a private. <laughs> just <laughs> you know? never cared yeah. for your your set of standards, your right. set of rules. And he's getting older now. He doesn't have. I don't, he's never married. Doesn't have kids. Yeah, I found this really almost heartbreaking. Yeah, definitely. And yeah. his mom tells a story about it. I wish I was some as like wish we were like cats. Uh, uh, dogs, uh, dogs. Yeah, eventually they don't recognize they're young and they just move on. Yeah, yeah. I actually have that quote right here. Uh, you know, sometimes I wish people was like dogs. Luke uh, comes a time of day like when the bitch just don't recognize the pups no more. She don't have no hopes nor love to give her pain. She just don't give a damn. That's and, really sad. Yeah, she's like she, saying I have to let you go. Yeah, because caring for you is not. Good yeah, for yeah. I mean, yeah. She's saying yes. She, she, she wishes she could let go of that love she has for him and, and that care she has for him. You like, he, she, and I, there's a, so, dis- so much is brought up yeah. in the scene. Like, he's it's a just disappointment. crazy. Yeah, 
right? Yeah. There's no other way around it. And this is the child she admits that she loved the most, and like he that failed. actually loved. Yeah. You I, know? Right. Yeah. Because she's giving. She's she she must be sick. Yeah. Right. She yeah. says she's dying soon. She's giving. She's willing her house to the other brother John. Yeah, and for that reason, like you just said, yeah, I loved you more. Yeah, this is my payment to him. Yeah, because she says she's given him the house or the property or whatever, and yeah, he says, "Well, that's good. He earned it. You know, he's he's humble about that, which is good." But she's like, "No, that's that's not the reason. You know, I there's you know a certain love that a parent feels, and I just never felt that for him. I felt it for you. You know." She starts talking about his dad and right. how he always was like he was an idiot, but he. He made her laugh, you know, and same way, you know, uh, Luke makes her laugh. Um, this goes, touches on something else that we saw. And he gets his, the, the name Cool Hand Luke for they're playing poker and he basically yeah. bluffs his way into a win. He had a cool hand, which means he had nothing. Right. Handful and, of nothing. And we find at the end when he's talking to God, he's like, you didn't deal me a good hand of cards. Yeah. And uh, we see that here when he's talking to his mom. He's, I guess his dad left him young and never really knew him. And that was the cards he was dealt. Right. Yeah. He had a mom that loved him. But and who really cared for him, and he kind of failed her, mm-hmm. and he failed himself. And this is a really just, I'm like, I don't know. Uh, this one, this scene really affected me. Yeah, it did me too. Yeah, it's just in our, our, our letters played by, um, uh, oh shoot, I just had it here, uh, uh, Jovan Fleet. Uh, she was a veteran actress then. I'm not sure I've seen her in anything else, no, but yeah, she did amazing in the scene. She's won an Oscar, actually, it looks like. Interesting. Uh, it was great. Oscar winner for East of Eden, oh. uh, best actor actress in a supporting role, so good for her. But yeah, she's just amazing scene. Just Paul Newman's showing a lot in this, too. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's just, yeah, because he's like, like regret. And yeah, his, his regret, like, but like he's he holds back a little, you know, he like, he. He, you know, says goodbye to her, goes back to his brother and tells his nephew, like, you don't want to, you don't want these chains. These chains aren't medals, you know, because his nephew's like, how come you don't got chains? Yeah, like they're cool. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, he, he's kind of trying to scare him. Like, this isn't like a fun place. Yeah, exactly. I don't want to so. be the cool uncle. I don't want to be the one you look up to. Right. I don't want to be the one that's like, you know, I don't know, the one yeah. you think about that he's got a cool life. Yeah. And then I think that really shows his affection he had for his mom because he, he then goes back and talks to her again real quick, and yeah, this is a power, powerful stuff, man. This 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 little yeah, this Seriously. little like I fe- five to ten minute scene was. I feel like I've had these conversations, yeah, or at least felt like I was that person. Yeah, time, no, yeah, you know? I definitely I felt like I related to it. I I don't think I I know these conversations with my parents are coming. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I haven't um, been in jail yet, but yeah, still, no, I like, know. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, I don't know. Just when you look back on your life, it's just like, you know, like, did I make you proud? Did I, you know, did I live up to that? You know, it's, I don't know. Um, it's a, it's a feeling that's like inescapably deep inside of you. Yeah, that thought that, you know, even if you don't, even if you don't touch base with your parents all that much, or if you do, right? This isn't you don't think about this sort of thing, right? Eventually, yeah. And, you know, when you've let them down so much. And when you really, he's let himself down. Yeah, definitely. And I don't think he has an answer really for it. And I don't even know if the movie really answers exactly why he is this way, other than that he is. Yeah. And maybe he needs to, maybe if it's the Christ thing, to make, just to be an example to others of, you know, you don't have to accept things as they yeah. are. You shake the world right. as they keep bringing up. But it's not good for him. Yeah. It's a sacrifice. Yeah. 
Yeah, he kind of sacrifices himself as he continues to show. He runs away one time, runs runs away a second time. But first of all, so yeah, he gets the name from from Dragline that he's you know going to be Cool Hand Luke because yeah. he totally bluffs his way through that thing because I think that's after his mother visited, so he's finally like right. he's like, well, again back to his mother. I love how she said like just laugh something about laughing. You know, she's like left him with that final message of just like yeah, be happy. Or yeah, whatever. be happy yeah, yeah. and just you know live life with laughter. You know, and it's just like a don't dwell on the the sadness yeah exactly and just like your 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 father did and you know i kind of think that stuck with him so then you know he you know he's like all right i'm just gonna have you know i'm gonna live my life here you know i'm just gonna go with the flow and like i said he wins wins that poker game uh because drag lines telling the guy like oh no now you gotta you gotta you gotta (laughs) fold you gotta fold um he tells uh, everybody what to do yeah but he's he's like almost then I guess this is what I was maybe thinking earlier. You, th- you think of him as maybe being a bully, but he's not really. Right, I yeah. Think everyone just sort of, in, in this environment, everyone just sort of fits into their natural roles of who they sort of are. Right. Dragline's just kind of a, he's a big guy. He's he's not afraid to say what he thinks. And if anyone's got a problem, I guess, you know, we'll fight or something. Right. But I, I, don't, I don't see him as, like, aggressive. Right, He's not, yeah. like, extorting everybody. He's just kind of the the big daddy, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, exactly. Like he almost seems like he's yeah looking out for people, right? You know, looking out for yeah. everybody, you know. For someone that wants to challenge him and fight him, yeah. okay, we'll fight, and then I'll kick your ass. Just like yeah, <laughs> I mean, as uh, you know, as as our dad, our fathers might have done, or you know, we do as right. fathers. Just you know, we we want to challenge our sons, our you know people below us to you know live up to. Right. Live up to it, you know. We gotta give you tough love, you know. You know, it's, but he's not uh, like abusive for its own right. sake. Yeah, exactly. Or, like yeah. he's not a bull. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't necessarily call him a bully. He's no. just tough love, <laughs> tough love dragline. You know. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, that's, he's kind of like top dog, but like naturally. Yeah, that's just who he is. Exactly. If you were to be in, you know, if he was to be sitting right here, he'd probably be dominating the conversation. And if no, it absolutely. Change, he'd punch me in the face. No, he'd be like, "Oh, Lucille." <laughs> Oh, Lucille. <laughs> That's what he would be saying. Yeah. Um, I don't... Was all that off the t- over the top, or is that just for the, for the time? Um, What, his, like, accent and stuff? And no, like, no, no, just the, you know, the... Yeah, I think it was for the times. Yeah, okay. I mean... It, it, yeah, I'm assuming maybe it was over the top. That, was it comedy? That, that's what I don't know. Yeah, that's true. Because this movie yeah. is, com- is comedic. Oh, absolutely. I mean, well, first of all, I mean, the whole... Uh, fifty egg scene. Uh, that's that comes. You know, I think shortly after the, this whole thing. It's just hard to to. You know, I mean, not that you don't get jokes, but you don't get everything. Yeah. You know, we can't we can't be watching this movie in the movie theater in nineteen sixty seven in nineteen sixty seven as yeah. nineteen sixty seven people and to appreciate why it's so funny. You right. Know, we can yeah. laugh along with certain things. Right, yeah. It's just like am I laughing at it or am I laughing with it? Right. You know? Yeah, it, it, the subtleties get missed. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so it's hard hard to hard to know the context there. Uh like when Luke uh you know he comes starts to show show himself more, you know, and kind of lead the pack when he's uh they have to tar this whole road, you know, this yeah, mile long they, road. We learned how they did that back then. Yeah. Just spray this stuff and then put sand on it yeah. and spray it again and Jesus. put sand yeah. layer upon layer. <laughs> layer upon layer, but 
you know, it's drag- the way of taking control of the situation. Yeah, Dragline notices that he's going like so fast. Yeah. He's like, you're just going to tire yourself out. He's like, no, we're going to. Not if we all go yeah, fast. Yeah, let's all go fast and show them. And then he's like, they, you know, when they're doing it, and he's like, they don't know how to smile or, you know, be mad or, you know, or what, you know, for, <laughs> for how fast we're going. Yeah, they get it done super fast. I, I love that little scene here. They get, they gain themselves like a spare two hours yeah. to be done. Yep. And that's, you know, in this little bit of of thing that I have going on in my life. Here's some measure of control. Right. Yeah. Controlling, you know, my destiny just a little bit. Yep. You know, we're done. We're now we've got some free time. I like that. Yeah, I like that too. Yeah. And that was kind of yeah, him kind of, you know taking some freedom. Yeah, taking freedom and like showing his followers what you know what freedom is and you know what's what what the good life is yeah the 50 eggs um uh, yeah 50 eggs yeah that's uh it's yeah this is this is a a, a light-hearted part of the film and and funny part of the film is uh no man can eat 50 eggs. yeah no man yeah and it's kind of drag uh, they're kind of hustling them almost in a way <laughs> yeah. uh drag lines kind of building up how you know luke can eat a lot and then you know uh, Luke says, I can eat 50 eggs, you know, and then Dragline after, you know, everyone bets on it. He's like, why didn't you say 39 or <laughs> something like, like that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Seems like a round number. Exactly. Um, and then, yeah, they're training him to eat these 50 eggs, you know, he's trying Funny to see how stuff. many beans he can eat. He's running, he's stretching his stomach and everything, you know. I'm his trainer. Uh, I'm his trainer. <laughs> there's, a, there's a dispute mm. over about if you can pre-peel and all this yeah. stuff. Yeah, <laughs> that's <laughs> good stuff. Yeah, the, the the bets are so taken so serious in this place. Well, watching and, him eat all these eggs is yeah. really entertaining. It really is, yeah. It's, uh, and, yeah, you got them feeding him eggs and, you know, it's... <laughs> The, the Jesus imagery is clear here when he's lying on that table. Yeah, after he's done. Spread, yeah. He's done. You know? Yep, yep. He's got his legs crossed, his yeah. arms spread out like right. he's on the cross. Ah, I read something that he that was him like sacrificing himself when he ate the 50 eggs yeah. because he was kind of almost like giving back to them because some of them were going to make money or I don't know, something something like that. But anyways, but yeah, you can totally see like the Jesus imagery there. Uh, money money or not, they're entertained. Right, yeah. They're happy. It was great yeah. theater for yeah. all of them to Absolutely. watch this thing. Yeah. You know, he like, yeah, it is a sacrifice. Yeah. You ate fifty eggs. I don't know if that's possible, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't. You may not like. You might not <clears throat> shit for a month, <laughs> and when you do, it's gonna be bad. <laughs> it's gonna come out yeah, like a that's, brick. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's gonna be rough. Uh, I actually looked that up after. If it is possible, it is possible. Um, okay. uh, I think Joey Chestnut. He's like that competitive eater guy. He ate like over a hundred okay. one time. So yeah, it's it, it's possible. But way to go, Joey Chestnut. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Um, <laughs> Uh, how about this though? His his mom dies, and then so first of all, I mean, you get that uh, great scene of him playing the banjo because his brother gave him a banjo when he was leaving his mom. Yeah, and I love this scene of him singing a uh, plastic Jesus, which I had never heard before. Me um, either. And I don't know if by now I think he's already said how he doesn't believe in God and stuff. Definitely. Um, but he's still by this point. He must have something in him to yeah. play that. Right. Yeah. He, uh, but I don't know if he's singing it sarcastically. Oh, maybe in a way. Yeah. You know, kind of like angry. Right. He's kind of angry about it. Cause he, he starts off singing it slow and then, uh, you know, it's, it's about, you know, uh, well, you know, plastic I, Jesus I still, is mocking people who put those up, put those on their dashboard. Yeah. yeah and then, yeah, and then the lyric he keeps singing is, uh, I still got the Virgin Mary to assure me I don't go to hell. 
Right. Um, I think it is sarcasm or yeah. mockery or this yeah. this isn't comforting me. Right. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah, definitely. And he's thinking about the Virgin Mary. Yeah. Who his mom just died? Yeah. Oh, Jesus you was you know Mar- Virgin Mary was Jesus's mom. Hey, so yo. I mean, there's <laughs> there's that comparison there. Yeah, great call. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just I I love that scene, man. He's singing it softly, and then I, I mean, I I gotta think that this is actual tears coming out of his eyes there. Like you got like, it looks like it, it. I don't know how they could because the camera pans to him as he's doing it. It's all one shot. Like it's like, man, Paul Newman can act, man. Absolutely, it's, uh, <laughs> powerful po- stuff. Yeah, man. absolutely. And but because I, I and I think it's sarcasm too, because he sings it slow and he sings that same verse again or chorus again and sings it louder and faster this time. And it's just like, damn, that's a it's, very powerful scene for me. I, I I've been watching it on YouTube that scene over and over now. <laughs> I'm with you, I, yeah. and I know the feeling of when yeah. you get caught into a loop from a, from a, yeah. a song from a movie. I've been there many mm-hmm. times. So, and yeah, this was yeah. really good. So, and I love. I, I'm a big. I, I hate country. Me- I wouldn't say. It. Yeah, I'm, I dislike country music or folk. Maybe this. Is, I love yeah. folk music. Yeah, yeah. This is more. And this more is folk. folk. I think, yeah. yeah. So I, I, it's. I just wanted to clarify there. <laughs> um, uh, so yeah, right after this. Uh, his mom just dies. Right, so she dies, and then they're going out to ba- going out to work. And yeah. then the captain says, "Now, when it comes in the time when a man's mother dies, he starts to want to be a rabbit." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because like a rabbit, someone to run. Yeah, rabbit blood. Yeah, yeah. Rabbit, he gets the rabbit blood. Yep. This guy, this guy's voice is. So, I mean, I just yeah. butchered it, but still. No, like, it was good. I, I knew who you were talking about. The captain. The captain, yeah. This almost surprised me. Because I didn't think that Paul Newman was going to want to run. Now, right. this is to, to keep him from going to, to the funeral. Right, yeah. They, they put him in a box for a number of I days. I know. It's just like, this dude's man just died. You see how you know distraught he is over it with that yeah. whole song scene. And then now you're going to put him in a hole for a few days until the funeral's over. Right. So you don't run to the funeral. And then the funeral's over. I mean, and, come uh, on now. What does he do? <laughs> he escapes. He Is that what he, well, well, I love when he's getting put in the hole, and the one uh, guard guy's like saying, oh. "I don't, you know, I, I just know that I, I don't like this." He says, "It's he's my like, job." Right? Just will you will you forget? I forget what he says, but he says to Paul Newman, like denies him and just says, "No, it, just because it's your do- job doesn't mean it's right." Yeah, you know, I love that yeah. line too. Yeah, good stuff there. Was he asking um, for forgiveness? Who the guard who was putting almost him in? yeah he's like well you you know something like that yeah where in Paul Newman just said no you know yeah. again he's just well yeah, something again that's different than for you know forgive them for they know not what they do but right. here they know what they do yeah <laughs> I but I think that's probably where that comes from forgiving them for you know that's almost a twist on what yeah. Jesus maybe should have said to the to the Roman soldier who was pounding his arm into the cross right saying, yeah or whatever saying you know dude. Can't just say this is your job. <laughs> That's not yeah. good enough here. <laughs> not just your job, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean that's that's just like your mom dies, you get put in a hole for a few days. Like that's just that's just messed up, man. But it doesn't work. Yeah, it does not work. And you you tell me I cannot run. Well, guess what? I'm gonna run. Yeah. You know. And then. The, but was he gonna? I mean, if they didn't do that, would he have run to go to the funeral? It, I don't think so. I don't think so either. I, I think it was because he was 
specifically told, told not, not to, to run. <laughs> like, I'm going to be putting this hole for so three days. So is he days. a child? Like, what is happening here? Like, uh, I don't he, know. It's well, a, it's like, it, level, like he uh, says at the end, you know, he's not, uh, he doesn't plan anything he does. He just does things, you know? <laughs> I ain't planned nothing in my yeah, life. Yeah, <laughs> I ain't planned nothing in my life. It's just so funny. Yeah. I mean, I'm still, for some reason in this movie, surprised that he's escaping. And I don't know why I yeah. am, even though this becomes an ongoing thing with you, this character. <laughs> it does. He's just going because they told him he, sh- he can't. And they pissed him off so much. And he's just going to prove to them, well, you know, screw you. I mean, I don't know that he would have left. He's not going because of the mother's funeral, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, that's... It's, it's done with. That's that's the logical side. But I think it's about him shaking and shaking things up, you know, giving them hope, yeah. you know, giving them something to cheer about. He's a natural-born world shaker. Right, exactly. Yeah, natural-born world shaker, exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that's, that's kind of what it's about, you know, just... Uh, it's funny because this is 67... And it's a time period where, you know, he's a rebel, right? Right. It's a movie about rebellion. Yep. And I have to say, I don't I didn't live in that time, but I gotta feel like right now there's more rules. There's more oppression. Right. There's more standards of behavior and right. what you can say, what you can do. I mean, God, if he was a rebel then, I mean, what do we feel like now? I right. mean, look at the it seems like things were much more free back then, you know, less rules, less structure yeah i mean i don't know does it though i mean for me i feel uh, yeah i guess i guess you're right (laughs) think about your daily life the amount of rules you have to follow at work at home at your job right all the little tiny things that someone from the 60s probably couldn't even comprehend right now right and it's yeah i mean i feel like yeah if if i lived back then i could just totally just start all over from scratch and be able to build myself up into a successful person whereas nowadays like if you quit your job and have absolutely zero <laughs> i feel like if you had zero money back in 67 yeah. you're way you better like, off than you are today definitely you could take your car or whatever you had drive to another state go to a a, a mill or some yeah. factory and be like hi my name's bob and they'd hire you and right. you just walk in and go to work yeah and now you're part of a like, union. And wow, you get... I need your social security number. I need your work history. I need blah, blah, blah. I got to right. do a credit yeah. check. I got to do all this stuff. I feel like this is more, our real life is more like a, it's almost worse than the prison he was in there. <laughs> <laughs> I know, man. Maybe this is, yeah, just as they were depicting the future as well I know. as, you know, comparing everything to Jesus. But it's a universal <laughs> yeah. thing. It's a thing yeah. that applies to all of us now. And I feel yeah. like, you know, I get tired of following the rules now. Yeah, it's it it does get tiresome. It's just like, man, like I just want to do what I want. Like, why do you? What? There's so much bureaucracy in the world. Yeah. Like, it's just like, come on. Like, you need this form for that. You need, you even, know, even this little podcast, right? Which yeah, is, you know, our our thing. We don't even really say everything we want to say, right? Because someone will hear it and know who we are. And if we pissed off the wrong person, they could put a campaign. Not, not that I have anything particularly in mind, but I'm yeah. just saying, you know, you can't even sort of speak freely, yeah. you know, That's even true. in this little even, thing. That we even do. with you know living in a country with freedom of speech, right. we, we cannot speak freely. No, because there, are, I mean, there will be drastic life-ending consequences if you piss off the wrong people. Right. Now, I mean, that goes for people on all sides. I mean, you have to, you know, not saying that you should. Be mean to anybody, you know. Again, I already feel like now I have to backtrack. Yeah, yeah, we have to explain ourselves by saying that, you know. Just by making a simple statement, I feel like I have to cover myself. Yeah, like Uh, not that I want to, you know. (laughs) uh, Yeah, uh, condone hate speech and all that. It's just, but still, you, everyone on either side, whatever you believe, whatever you know, you you want to go at, you you 
still are handcuffed right. as to what you can say. Uh, just think of all, not even just speech. Think of all the little things that go on in your life that you you have to follow. You know, you've got your bills, your everything you do is there's so much structure on top of us that we just sort of have to just follow in within within the space and not crash into the wall it's like you're driving on uh, or when you have that pencil on that uh, whatever that that puzzle not a puzzle but a, the thing where you follow it you're in a maze right yeah yeah yeah. that's what life yeah. feels like you just have to stay you can't crash <laughs> right, on yeah. the walls you have to keep maneuvering just keep maneuvering so to, to see end. in the end and the end is yeah, the beautiful Forever sleep, yeah, as Yoda would call it. Sometimes I want to just hit the gas and drive through the wall, <laughs> you know, because I'm just tired of it, tired yeah. of following along. I know, yeah, and Luke is too, and uh, that's why he's like, I'm yeah. out of here, you know, I'm done. This is tired of this shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and oh, I think what's we, the difference? Yeah, exactly. I think we get a first glimpse of his, uh, you know, not believing in God or just whatever is when it's raining and they all have to quit and he's like standing out there like strike me down now like this yeah. is your chance like strike me show me like what you know let me put this stuff to you if the world is a prison what do i care if i'm in in actual prison quote right, unquote. yeah what's the difference it almost feels <laughs> the like illusion he, of freedom right yeah it's almost like he's realized that whether i'm in here or out there it's the same bullshit yeah i gotta follow true. somebody yeah. else's rules so i'm in the army it's the same crap right yeah his drill sergeant was not much different than the guy who said you do this, you're in the box. You don't do this, you're right, in the box. Yeah. If it's something, it's it's something else. You're not in the box. You're, yeah. You have another. You know, think of like Lee uh, Arlie or from Full Metal Jacket. Full, yeah, yes. Arlie Ermy. 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 We did this last episode. I know Ermy. Yeah. Same deal. That's the same guy. It's going to be in your life. Or you're uh, you've got a job somewhere else, and your boss is that jackass. Right. You know, you've yeah. Got something. Yeah, so yeah, I mean, this is him, yeah, kind of disrupting that and just saying, like, what difference does it make? Like, either way, I'm going to be in a prison. I'm going to be, yeah. yeah, I like that. I like that take on it. Um, yeah, yeah, good stuff. He he, he escapes, uh, which, you know, then another guy decides to escape at the same time, and uh, which kind of, I don't know if they meant to do this, but it almost seems like he did it. Almost, but it kind of screwed Luke just, over. Yeah, well, bad luck. And yeah, it seems really hard to get away. Yeah, I mean, I mean, escaping prison is never really yeah. good for anybody. See, so, yeah, I mean, the first time he escapes, you know, he's he's outsmarting the dogs, going zigzag over the barbed wire fence, and you know, it doesn't seem like they caught him. One of the dogs died from exhaustion from I keep it. Thinking he's gonna get away. Yeah, me too. Because yeah. they, you know, the first guy that's the dog owner that gets out of the cop car when he first shows up, and then they open the trunk. You think, oh, is that Luke? And nope, right. it's he, they, they. He takes the dog out of the nice out of the trunk, and there. it's uh, yeah, dead dog. Um, and then uh, then, but yeah, they do end up uh, catching up with Luke. He comes back, um, and obviously has to spend time in the hole. Um, <laughs> yeah, and yeah, then uh, yeah, yeah, he gets yeah. a nightshirt this time. Yeah. Though. I think last time they had to go and have to go in naked. Or no, I think I think both time he had a yeah. yeah, nightshirt. Yeah, so. You were just imagining Paul Newman naked, probably. So, <laughs> well, I think into like the uh, Christmas Carol, the uh, Ebenezer Scrooge. I mean, it's like, who, who give him a little nightcap? Night who wore uh, those? <laughs> does anyone wear? I don't. No one wears those anymore. But why were those ever? I mean, you're gonna be naked and wear a giant shirt. Like, what is that? I mean, you know, <laughs> keeps, keeps keeps you comfy. <laughs> 
I think of the stupidest shit. I love it. I love it. Yeah, he just was missing that little night hat they wear. Too, so. <laughs> so yeah, he, he escapes once, and then he's uh, and so any escapee, you know, gets changed on their chains on their uh, well, ankles. What we have here is failure to communicate. <laughs> yeah, which is a famous line that I've always heard. Just Same here. Uh, never, yeah, comes never from this movie. This is this like uh, you know, me so horny, yeah. all these things. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah, all these famous lines that, yeah, when you finally realize what they're from, you're like, oh, it's that's just, what it's from. Yeah, that's a cultural icon. Uh, and, it, you know, I, the, the delivery of the lines is sort of interesting. As I say, basically saying, that's the way he wants it. Right. And it's true. Yeah. That is the way yeah. Luke wants it. He he made that choice, right? Definitely. I don't like it anymore. Captain sort of saying, I don't like it any more than you do or right. whatever, but that's the way it is. I gave him the rules. He broke them. He knew the consequences, and this is where we are. Right, yeah. So yeah, he's got the he's got the chains on now, and you know he's got to go to the bathroom when they're working on another another road. And uh, well, the, here the the guard mentions God. You wonder why your life sucks. It's yeah. basically. The comment. Yeah. It's because you don't believe in God and you're yeah. suffering because you don't. Definitely an interesting line. But yeah, and then, yeah, Luke's still denying that. And yeah. Then he's got to, go, and then we quickly just go to, I got to pee. Yeah. In the bush, <laughs> shaking the bush. He's got the string. And I'm like, what is he doing? I don't understand. And mm-hmm. then, oh. Yeah. He was running and running and shaking the bush as yeah. he was running. He said, give himself a head start. Yep. Exactly. Good yeah. Stuff gave there. himself a head start, <laughs> runs through. And then uh, we're back at the camp, and they receive a letter from him with uh, looks like two angels, as uh, as Dragline calls them. Right. You know, so you think he's he's wow, he made it. You know, he, he well, they become he's living the, the life. Yeah. All of a sudden, all shows the, back yeah. up. Like, what I the think hell? he's gone. I mean, it, I I don't know what to say, but I don't expect what's happening. I don't expect him to want to escape. Right. I expect, and then when he escapes, I expect he's going to get away. Right. And then he he gets caught and he goes out again. I'm like, okay, now he's gone. Now he's not. Yeah. They catch him again. <laughs> now he's back. And yeah. now he doesn't want to hear anything from anybody. Yeah, now he's through with it because they're all like t- talking about the picture, like asking him like, what's, well, you know, what what, what happened? You know, yeah. what's what's going on? He's, he's like, like, screw it. Yeah, he's just like, stop feeding off me. Leave me alone. Like, because he's like, they're living vicariously through him <laughs> yeah. in a way, you know? <laughs> And, yeah, uh, I love that line. It's definitely, you know, uh, Christ-like in a way. You know, people are, like, looking up to him and, you know, living through him and wanting to do what he does and everything like that. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's that's that symbolism there. I thought that was powerful. And, uh, yeah, absolutely. So, he's just like, stop, you know, stop feeding on me, you know. And it's it's sad, too, because, I mean, they're, they actually did feed on him when they took took his food you know for him you know they they you know when he you know they knew he couldn't eat it and didn't want him to go back in the box they did feed off of him they but like for him so i mean i think that's a moment of weakness for him there um absolutely i mean they also just you know fed metaphorically off of just his energy right yeah yeah, yeah. spirit right and all that and he's sort of like i'm spent now then it moves into this is the captain's ditch yeah but that's your dirt in the ditch. So yeah. what's your dirt doing in his ditch? Yeah. So he's like, okay, well, I guess I need to shovel it out. Yep. And then he shovels it out, and he's like, well, you got all this dirt. I never. This is my yard. Right. What's your dirt doing in my yard? And what he should have asked is, well, where am I supposed to put my dirt? But he assumes it's going to go back into the ditch. Right. He puts it in. Ugh. Well, I guess there's really no right answer. Yeah. There's no right. Cause, and I love that. This is great. 
this makes me love like Paul Newman even more. He's just like, what what is your dirt doing back in my ditch? He's just, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> like he's just like, he's well, just tell me what you want me yeah. to do. Like he's just done. Yeah. He's physically drained, emotionally drained. And essentially, I mean, he's, you know, it looks like a grave. He's lying in his own grave and like he's, you know, finally, finally breaks, you know, they're, you know, telling him to put the dirt back in there. And yeah, this this is when he finally breaks because this whole time, I mean, the the guys in the prison are egging him on like, come on, you can do it, you know, singing him songs and like, come on, you, you, you got this, you know, keep going. And then when they see him break down, that's. I mean, the, the, they're kind of... He's not a Superman, right? Yeah. He has physical limits. Right, yeah. And he hit it. Yeah. And they, he even half-heartedly attacks the guard. Is he broken? Yeah. Did, did they break him? Well, I mean, it's definitely ambiguous, too. Because I think I think he was broken at that point. Because there comes a point where a man just can't take it anymore. Right. It's just interesting that all the prisoners just kind of give up on him at that point. Like, you know, like they, they view him as this messiah figure in this you know savior and now you're just gonna it's all stripped away yeah give up like yeah. that like what well, and then they yeah, yeah the one guy rips up the picture of him as you know with those ladies because well because earlier he says like how they're phony pictures you know is he not really a christ figure is he just a christ figure in the minds of the other inmates yeah i think so i mean i think this this movie also plays on you shouldn't worship other you know yeah people there's you a know? lesson there right yeah, don't glam on to just because they're your role models doesn't mean they're perfect. Right? Don't look know? for me to solve your problems. But yeah, I mean, you got them looking up to him. It's just like, but they're not perfect either. You know, they're not. They're no. not Supermen. Even you know? Paul they're Newman's not, yeah. not Paul Newman. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah, he's got his flaws. <laughs> you know, he's he's he he has his flaws. Oh, he you know, have you have flaws. you ever tried his Thousand Island dressing? Like, it's not that great, man. <laughs> no, man. <laughs> <laughs> and then he, yeah, he kind of becomes this puppy for the guy yeah. with no eyes. This sheriff, you right. know, we keep. Seeing his sunglasses and everything, he, he right around know. getting the water for everybody. He's the one they trust him to grab the rifle, which I thought yeah. was, I thought that was a little bit of a dicey position to let an inmate do that. Yeah, me too. Because uh, I, I, this is when I thought like, oh, this is where he's going to shoot him. This is, and then then yeah, not so much. Um, it's just so great too, just seeing the acting of Paul Newman go from this guy who's yeah. just like a fighting authority and now Don't just being this shit. like, yeah. now being this like, oh, I got him, sir, I got him. Like you know, it's just like wow, like what that transition he made and then uh yeah so yeah he gets this the snapping turtle gets the water for everybody and then he says like go back to the car and do something but he decides to take off in the car and this is where i was surprised like because they said like if you take off again you're gonna get killed but he takes off again like i was just like wait what (laughs) what are you doing and he stole the keys from the other and uh jumps inside this is great yeah yeah good stuff and they, where do they end up? Is they end up at the church. In a church. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in, yeah, in a church, which, yeah, d- totally follows the theme of the movie. Luke, Luke uh, prays. Yeah. He, he's talking to, he calls him the old man. Right. As I mentioned know? earlier, he's like, you dealt me a bad set of cards. Yeah. yeah I guess he couldn't, uh, well, in a sense, I couldn't cool hand or bluff my way out of this one. Here we are about the Jesus thing. Because this is, it's definitely slapping you in the face with the the religious stuff. But now I wonder if this movie's saying we don't have free will. Jesus did have free will. And this one's showing you a, it's either a critique of the Christ story, saying that Jesus didn't really have free will either. And he just was going to do what he was going to do. Yeah. Just like Luke was going to do what he was going to do. Because he's Luke. He's not changing. 
Doesn't yeah. matter what you do. This is who you are. No, right. I don't. I haven't really. I, no, this just sort of came to me. Yeah, but I wonder about that because I mean, what choices did Luke really have? I mean, is there ever a point where Luke's going to say, "No, I accept these rules. I accept now, these conditions. Yeah, I mean, I that's, accept this universe." And I'm yeah, I see what you're saying. Go yeah, against my nature. Again, I think it's about the example though he's setting for these inmates. Just yeah. like you don't have to conform always. You don't have you know. You I'm know, just sort you, of speculating. E- even if you don't do the exact thing, say, same things I do, at least you have something to yeah. look back on. And, and well, well, you can get a little bit of freedom. You can make some of your own choices. I, I think this, it definitely touches on, yeah, people have lost faith. He's lost faith in a way, but he still believes, you know? He's still... Because otherwise, like, why even bring it up? Still looking stuff? for answers. Yeah, he's still looking for answers. He wants to say that no, I don't believe in that stuff. I don't. I, you know, it's 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 beneath me in a way. But yeah, I mean, he's he's definitely. And it, like I said, even if I could be that example to someone else, it's worth me sacrificing right. my life. Yeah, yeah. That I mean, that makes more sense. Yeah, yeah definitely. definitely. I mean, they're in yeah. this church. They're surrounded. George Kennedy says, "Oh, if we go out, if we just walk out, surrender ourselves, we'll be fine." Yeah. Yeah, because Luke is like, you know, give me a sign, you know, any sign. And then (laughs) right after that, the cops show up. Yeah. That's what I was looking for. And then, yeah, Dragline, you see him. This is kind of like uh, him being the Peter figure of denying him and like kind of, or even like the Judas figure of like denying him and like giving him up to the, to the. He kind of indirectly did give him up, didn't he? Yeah. Just. I mean, not. A, I don't know if he necessarily betrayed him, but he, right, he yeah. led them to him. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he was directly a you know the, the negative Judas figure as we see, but I think that's you yeah. know kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. The symbolism, like he you know did lead them to them, and because he thought that you know they'd get the reward of not getting killed, you know. Yeah, I mean, they um, open that door. What does what, what does Luke say? <laughs> what we have here is yeah. a failure to communicate. Bam! Yeah, bullet. I was not expecting that. Like I, I wasn't was just, either. It caught me so by surprise. I was like, "Man, whoa!" I, I wanted to know. Like, first of all, it's like a cocky little line. Yeah. Like, just like throwing it back at with him. That? Yeah. Like, was he gonna say more? Was he right. gonna? Was he gonna continue that line into yeah. something else? Did he have more to say? And that—that's what I think made the, the line famous. Is that line, not yeah. the one earlier? But yeah, yeah, that was that was. That was good stuff right there. Like, totally caught me by surprise. I don't know if he gets shot in the neck or right. the chest or somewhere, but he's still kind of alive. And then, like, I like uh, how George Kennedy goes after. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. When he goes the after eyes, the guys yeah. with the glasses, it yeah, falls off. We out. still don't see his eyes. Yeah. But then, yeah, at the end, the the car runs over his glasses. Um, but then, you know, when... Paul Newman's what, in the back. They, the, someone's like, the we got to take him to... I'll call the clinic to have him started up. And he's like, no, we're going to take him to the hospital. He's like, that's an hour away. He's like, he's ours now. And uh, Paul Newman's yeah. just in the back seat, looking out the window, looking those, look, watching those glasses get shattered with a nice smile on his face. Yeah, he got a smile on that his face, Luke which smile. is great. Luke smile, which Dragline brings ends. up. Yeah. yeah. That essentially is how it ends. But, but uh, as, a, as a bit of a tribute to the <coughs> character through Dragline's yeah. eyes. They definitely, yeah, yeah, through Dragline's eyes, uh, he's kind of telling the story yeah. of of Luke. How he or, remembers him. Yeah, just just like how, you know, Dragline's kind of the Peter figure, how Peter yeah. told the story of Jesus and yeah, everything yeah. like that. This movie, again, totally caught me by surprise. And uh, I was not expecting the symbolism. I thought, like, I, I know, you know, about the egg scene, like I've heard about that yeah. and everything, but I uh, never 
never knew how much symbolism this had, and yet it kind of ends on Dragline telling the story about uh, Cool Hand Luke, and uh, it ends, and then, then there's like they zoom out, and it's the crossroad, which looks like a cross, yeah. and then they zoom in on the picture, back, glued back together of Luke with the angels, and it's, oh, uh, and it's glued yeah, back yeah, like a yeah. cross. So oh, good stuff there, they're yeah. pretty much slapping even... you in the face with the religious stuff there. <laughs> so yeah, cool and Luke, Paul Newman. I kind of want to discover Paul Paul Newman more, man. Yeah, I'd love to do more. This was a uh, a viewer pick. Yeah, so thank you guys you all, voted Twitter, on it. Twitter yep. voters. What do you have for a rating on this thing? Um, I'm giving this thing four stars and uh, two and a half buckets of popcorn. Uh, I thought uh, it was pretty entertaining. Uh, I I could use a little shorter, uh, so that's why it's two and a half buckets. But yeah, four four stars. Uh, I thought this was a fantastic film. I could see why it's a classic and uh, makes me want to look at uh, more Paul Newman flicks. Uh, for me, I think there's a danger in overrating older films, particularly when you look at Rotten Tomatoes, you see them at 100%. Yeah. Uh, but I'm still going to give it four stars. If I could if I could lean one way or the other, I'd go to three and a half stars. And I might go there too. I don't know. Kind of waffle yeah. here. Um, I don't think it aged well. No, certain parts. Yeah. No. Yeah. So actually, I'm gonna just depart and say three and a half. Oh stars. damn it! Why? Come on, man. <laughs> I didn't Even mean not, for that. No, I, I, I'm there. I, I'm just saying that's why I gave it four and not like more. Is, but it, yeah, it, I wouldn't call it a long movie, but it could have been shorter for what it yeah. was. And what's your buckets of popcorn? I'm gonna give it two buckets. Okay. Not not for length. And it was enjoyable, but yeah, in, in some parts it didn't age well. And I feel like, I think I mentioned earlier, some things are were more comedic then. That yeah, don't translate yeah. now. Yeah, I can see that. And I think this car wash thing, which we dwelled on a lot, um, <laughs> I, I think there was supposed so to did be. They. Yeah, they did. <laughs> right, and I think that w- would have been uh, far more laughs back then than now. It feels creepy. Yeah, back then it might have been hilarious. Right. Yeah. You know, but no, I can see I, that. I'm only just me watching and it now. That, that's the only female in the movie. Uh, well, besides his mom. Yeah, that, that's him and his, right. Yeah. yeah. So that's pretty interesting. Definitely, um, yeah. Well, yeah. It's, it is about a male prison, so. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Not too surprising. <laughs> but so does this have you wanting to watch more Paul Newman oh, absolutely. movies? Yeah, yeah I'd yeah. love to do. Well, I know you. we went, well, okay, so we made this Twitter poll. Uh, what was The Hustler, Cool Hand Luke, Butch Cassidy, Sunday's Kid, and uh, Slapshot. Slapshot yeah. yeah. And I know you... You went in this thing wanting to do the hustler, right? Yeah, <laughs> I wanted Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, and uh, well, but I'm glad we did this. Yeah, one me too. Week. Yeah, so yeah, good stuff. I uh, like when the when the when the listeners and the voters, should, you know, get us into this because right. now we're in this thing, and now right. we've seen this movie, which I had never seen before, and we both wanted to explore this avenue, and that's, definitely that's what we do. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, I'm glad we were uh, able to check this out and able to talk about it. Fun uh, and again, it had way more symbolism in it than I thought it was going to have. So, good stuff. All right, folks. Well, that is it for this show. If ben, you have any thoughts on it, please let us know. Can we end the at, show. Now? Yes, we're going to end at Blockbuster Cast is our Twitter ben. and uh, at BC Cord at Dave underscore Quist. Good morning. And, the show uh, that's that's it for us. <laughs> Paul Newman has dreamy blue eyes. As always, grab some popcorn, grab some snacks. We'll catch you guys. At the movies. I don't care if it rains or freezes, as long as I got my plastic Jesus sitting on the dashboard of my car. Comes in colors pink and pleasant, glows in the dark. She 
there a decent carrier with you when you travel far? Get yourself a sweet Madonna dressed in rhinestone, sitting on a pedestal of abalone shell. Going ninety, I ain't scary, 'cause I got my Virgin Mary assuring me that I won't go to hell. Get yourself a sweet Madonna dressed in rhinestone, sitting on a pedestal of abalone shell. I'm going ninety, I ain't scary, 'cause I got my Virgin Mary assuring me that I won't go to hell.